Hey everybody, welcome to What Makes the Cup podcast. Today, we are talking about Burnt and Chef, two amazing movies. Very good. Um, stay a while, listen, and uh, hope you all enjoy. And uh, play intro music, my dude. Oh, oh, podcast, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we're doing a podcast. It's orange as if the sun. Podcast. Josh, yeah, we sat down to watch two movies this week. Nice. What did we watch? Uh, we watched. I watched. I don't know what you watched. Oh, um, I, I'll, I'll say the first movie. Let's see if you watched it too. Burnt. Yep. Yep. Uh, would you like me to tell you what Burnt's about? Nah. No, nah? I don't right, think cool. so. No, just so we'll go straight to director. <laughs> so Burnt is about Adam Jones. He's a talented chef who fell from grace as a result of his arrogance. Determined to resurrect his career. He moves to London and starts working in a prestigious restaurant. Is that the movie you watched this week? For the most part, yeah. The only thing I don't agree with is the prestigious restaurant yeah. because it was well known, but it wasn't quite prestigious. Well, that was the thing. Like he built it from scratch, so it didn't it didn't have an area like a a timeline to build prestige. He that's what he was trying to do, right? Uh, no, no. So he took over a restaurant. And it was like Adam Jones at oh, the right. okay, something okay, or okay, other. Okay, okay, yeah. um, but again, the restaurant wasn't prestigious. I'd say it, it was, was well just known. a yeah, restaurant. Yeah. restaurant yeah. It's a hotel restaurant, technically, because it's in the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. This was directed by John Wells. Screenplay, Stephen Knight. Produced. Oh, we can skip produced. But what I want to talk about the man, the myth, the legend. Starring Bradley Cooper. Oh, I thought you were going to say Omar Sy because he's in it too. Oh, yeah, I know. And if everyone tunes into one of our other episodes, he's also in yes. the Intouchables. Absolutely. Um, actually, that that's a good point to start talking about. What did you think about him in this movie? Didn't have too big of a role. No. But the role he had was pivotal. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think he did a much better job in the Intouchables. Oh, side. yeah. Well, he was the main character in the Intouchables. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's fair to say, but um, this whole movie has character problems. I think. What do you mean character problems? Like the characters have problems or problems with no the character? problems with the character. So you have your main character Adam Jones, Bradley Cooper, hmm. uh, ex drug addict, ex ex uh, alcoholic, has uh, moved to London to start a new business to hide from you know mobsters in Paris, right? I don't think it was so much hiding because at the start, so it doesn't, it only explains how he fell from grace. It doesn't show him falling from grace, yeah, which, which I I kind of detached from. Well, it, if anyone knows me, um, I, I need it on a mug, but I love the saying, show, don't tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it starts off with him shucking um, clams, oysters, hmm. and he says, oh, you know, to pay my penance for doing the dumb shit he did. He's going to shock a million um, clams or oysters in New Orleans. If and you then, ask me, you're like, maybe to pay penance for the things you did, go to jail? Yeah. But the fuck? then after he, you know, he gets to a million, he just walks out mm. and they're like, where are you going? Just nothing. All right, cool. Whatever. I've had that happen before. But he then ends up in London. Yeah. Just decides I'm going to London. Yeah. And then... 
his journey starts there, and it's I, yeah. You're just told about his fall from grace, and they do explain it very well that he had an alcohol problem, he had a drug problem, he owed money to gangsters, and the uh, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Who Jean Luc? Yeah, but who would play him? Daniel Brühl, I think it is. That dude, he wasn't in the movie. He was dead. No, 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 no. The the guy who in the movie who yeah. was actually in um, the Winter Soldier, he plays. Oh, uh, yeah, he uh, plays yeah. Zemo. Yeah, he plays Zemo. I, think, yep, I believe yep, yep, it's yep, Daniel yep. Brühl because he's um, I believe Danish, some sort Fucking of. Fucking not English. Not English. Not yes. English. Um, he. He's it's his restaurant that he takes over. Yeah. Um. It's his father's hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he goes there, he takes over, he says some shit, he recruits a bunch of people who are supposed to be, like, the best. Um, and, yeah, like it, it doesn't, it just says, oh, you know, he had a drug problem. And then the, the gangsters from Paris come mm. over and they kick the shit out of him. And I also want to talk about this man's dream team, right? Yeah. So, one of the guys are a uh, plucky little Irish guy that he picks off a food truck. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a, a really good, like, um, master and apprentice moment. Yeah. Like, all chefs are ar- arrogant. You're going to have to be arrogant if you want to succeed in this world. Is this what you want to do? Then be arrogant. That's the last we see of that guy right up until the end. Like, uh, he, right up yeah, until the end. He doesn't end. have much of a role past there. He and, just- like... Yeah. What the fuck? You, you that seemed like it was going to be a lot, a big learning thing, and then you get into the restaurant and it fucking switches to the chick. Yeah. Like the only other times you see him are in the background where he's, he's getting saying, yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. And he's saying stuff and he's cooking or mm. um, family dinner. Yeah. You know, because he's the one who cooks family dinner. It's that sort of stuff. He doesn't. He goes like exactly. He goes from a big role to, you know, was I your hero or god? Yeah. Bradley Cooper says he's like what. What the fuck are you on about? It's like, uh, what was it? Would you pay me to teach you how to cook? How much would you pay me? Hundred pound? Two hundred pound? Three hundred pound? Yeah, that that is a good scene. I do like that. Um, I would like to mention the budget to you. Well, I was just about to say, Josh, what's the budget for this movie? So the budget was twenty million. It made thirty six point six million. So it made its money just back. Just made its money. Made back. its money back. I think it did deserve to make its money back. I mm. enjoyed the movie for what it was, but I do agree there were some issues with character. Um, the characters were all over the place. Yeah, well, it's ca- the, the the only character development it cares about, which is kind of fitting if you think about the chef life, is Bradley Cooper's character. Yeah. You know, like, it's very... The movie itself is very arrogant when it comes to other characters. Yeah. Um, like Omar Sy's character. I like Omar Sy. I love Omar Sy. He has a good character in this. And then... He doesn't have... he. They show him at the start with the fist fight. Yeah. And then they're like, haha, I forgive you for what happened in France. Yeah. For ruining Jean-Luc's restaurant. And then you just hear him say when he's like, um, uh, Michel to the pass. And then yeah. go to the pass. Michel to the pass. That was it. Until right towards the end. When they think the Michelin um, stars have come in, yeah, and he fucks up a dish, and he goes for France, and then walks out. That's it. Yeah. Woo! 
I know, right? A great actor, small role. Yep. Actually, you know what? The first, f- uh, like the first quarter of this movie works a lot like Mission uh, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, because he's recruiting. Yeah, people. let me let me recruit the team. You know, like let me go get the guy that's just gotten out of prison. Let me walk down to the local fucking like food truck yeah. and pick up the dude there because he makes really good meat or whatever. Yeah. Like, go to hung- uh, invite the girl who's got talent to Hungry Jacks. Yeah, Burger King. Burger King. Burger King, because we're Tung- the only country. Yeah, yeah we're, we're the only country yeah. they call it Hungry Jacks. Place in Tasmania already had Burger King, and Australian <laughs> government was like, "No, fuck you." Yeah, I know, right? Um, fuck. I do. That was now the thing about it. That's great. I like that. But I liked some of the points he had in the movie, like when um, he invites her to Burger King. She's like, "I'm not eating here," hmm. and he explains that um, she doesn't like it because it's too consistent, because of the consistency, because it's peasant food and. You know, chefs don't cook peasant food. And then she rebuttals with, what was it? Chefs strive for consistency. But they don't strive for consistency because they... They need to experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this back and forth and she walks out and he gets her fired from her job. Mate. I'd fucking slap this guy. But the thing is though, the dude she used to work for told her to go there. Mm. So he wanted it. So it's not really that bad. She didn't get fired. She got given another job. Yeah, I know. Oh, I would like to. I'd like to bring up a point. Yep. Um, it's very prevalent in this movie that he had a had or no had he never went back a drug problem. Yep. I want to mention Gordon Ramsay did a TV show on this. Mm. The kitchen industry has a drug problem. Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot less cocaine in this movie than I thought there'd be. More mentioned than actually done. Yeah. But there actually is an epidemic in the kitchen industry across the world of drugs. So it normally comes from the long shifts. Well, yeah, how are you meant to do a fucking 20-hour shift yeah. if you're not on speed? Exactly. Like, mm. in Australia, mm. I don't know about America, but in Australia, there's also an epidemic for truck drivers being on drugs. Yeah, that's Hence true. the, I, I'm not sure, company to company, the drug testing. Yeah. Um, but they mentioned that, and I'm glad they did. You know, bring that to light. It's mm. anyone who watches this movie and goes, "Oh, there's drug mentioning in this." It's real. That is a true fact. Yeah, some of the stories you've told me are pretty fucked. Yeah, like I, I never actually seen it at it, the last place I worked at in that location. I don't want to. I don't want to name. No, nah, that's it. No, no, don't uh, don't shout the it. The one out, out in the sticks. Yeah, I never actually seen it, but one of the chefs allegedly had snuck to the, I don't remember, we, we had like a back dock area, but the back dock had a back dock. Mm. I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, well, and I mean, that would just be the loading area of the back dock, you know? No, no, like the loading area. Yeah. Had a, It's weird, okay? okay. It's, it's just a little area that no one fucking used. We yeah, mostly put trash there. Um, but allegedly he was there shooting up. Now, that was the first time I had ever heard of a chef shooting up. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'd only ever heard of a sh- um, chef doing For it. Americans, that means using a noodle. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know if they knew that. Yeah, because shooting up would be a completely different thing for Americans. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it up. Well, I mean, hey, look, yeah, they've, yeah, got yeah, a, yeah. they've got a problem of their own over there. Yeah, that. they have their own shooting up problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, allegedly, I don't know if it's true. Um, he did get fired for the alleged alle- allegations. Um, 
Oh, well, then they would have had proof. Otherwise, he would have taken yeah. the tribunal. But cocaine is the biggest problem because it's oh, a quick yeah. hit. Oh, crap. You know, I'm on a down. We're getting smashed. I'm going to, chef, I need to go to the bathroom. All right, cool. You duck off to the staff bathroom. He comes back. He's got the sniffles. Yeah. Um, it's it's an epidemic and it, it needs to be rectified. Well, um, personally, I think no one should fucking get treated like that. Yeah. And you see it in this like, movie. That, that, was a, that was one of the things that yeah. I wanted to branch off from that. He loses his absolute shit at them when the dinner service doesn't go well. Yeah. It's not as busy as their opening hoping. night. Yeah. Yeah. He loses his shit. Um, and that when the girl talks back and the mm. way he reacts, I've experienced that firsthand and it's a fucking problem. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anyone should be fucking treated yeah. like that. Um, good thing is, those that are listening to this going, oh no, oh no, that's a problem. We need to change hospital. In Australia, at least, the hospitality industry is on the up and up. Oh, okay. Well, that's Pay's cool. going up, and the law has kicked in and said if they work more than, I think it was 10 hours, they can legally walk the fuck home. Oh, fuck. Because the way they get around it is they will roster you for a standard eight-hour shift yeah. and say, hey, would you like to work another hour? And because you get paid minimum wage, you go, yeah. yes, another $17 will be great, another $20 will be great. And then they go, oh, we need you until the end of this. We need you until this. And you end up going from 8 to 16. Yeah. Mate, that's fucking shitty. So this is just after this chick gets hired, like loses her job, gets hired. Yeah, she. This is opening night we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He fucking ruins it. Absolutely destroys the pass. Yeah, that's the gate. The gateway between the kitchen and the restaurant, he goes absolutely fucking mental and on another note i his buddy that um he used to work with ruins the entire fucking restaurant oh yeah yeah Don't, the, the yeah. reopen yeah he go he goes to a restaurant um uh, uh, bradley cooper's character goes to an restaurant earlier on in the movie to talk to a um, gentleman and kind of roast him a little bit yeah um and the i'm gonna say business partner says don't fight him around all this bone china oh yeah yeah, Later on, yeah, the dude still. flips the table, kick, uh, breaks plates, and the gentleman just says, half of my life savings is in this restaurant. No, all of my savings oh, are sunk yeah. into investments in this restaurant. So yeah. uh, hey, that guy later on does admit that Bradley Cooper's character is the glue that keeps the cooking industry together, especially yeah, those guys that come from um, John Luke. Yeah, so this this is a um, kind of coming of age, like take your normal coming of age movie and then fast forward ten years. So, yeah. Bradley Cooper's character um, kind of grew up in Paris, worked with this dude John Luke. That's like his mentor. Everyone is a fucking angel in this movie, and a bunch of his mates like grew up in this kitchen. Yeah. Bradley Cooper gets addicted to drugs, fucks over Jean-Luc, and, you know, essentially gets kicked out of Paris. Like, five, ten years later, everyone's running their own restaurant. Yeah. Everyone's become their own chef. Um, And then he's come back to get his third Michelin star. Which, okay. Dude, fast food restaurants get Michelin stars. Yeah. Everyone gets Michelin stars. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. It's the tire company. Yep. They wanted to create a book to tell people, because they wanted people to drive more. Use my tires. And it's just, yep. a, it's literally a one to three rating. Um, 
actually, I think you only get one a year. I'm not quite sure, but it's just a rating to say, is it worth going to? And people do overhype it. Yeah, people go, oh my God, it's got this many stars. In Australia, we have hats. You get one a year and they are, they're put on the restaurant, but much like um, this movie. It's yours, essentially. If you run the restaurant, you you did the menu, it's your mm. star. Um, Gordon Ramsay's got like 30 or something like that because he has so many restaurants that have earned stars each year. Mm. Um and yeah, it's just just a way to say, is it worth going to? It, they they put a lot into um, uh, like vetting it, as mm-hmm. you see in the movie. They they put a fork down. Do they notice that the floor's dirty? You know, um, is the food cooked properly? Is it as they say on the menu? Um, is the pricing okay? Like, can I justify paying forty five dollars for this burger? No, it tasted like absolute dog shit. It's that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But I do agree that the fucking hype for well, it. Yeah, they they hype it up by using fucking Star Wars analogies. Oh, the dude yeah. sitting no, in I bed like with that. his. I what, like that. What was it like one star? You're like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Two stars. You're whoever like, Alex yeah. Guinness plays. <laughs> you're whoever Alex Guinness plays. Three stars. You're like Yoda. What it's if like he's Darth Vader, <laughs> mate. Like, I like that though. That was, that was a, good, a good that, scene. That's a good that analogy. A good but again, that. If fucking Ramsey has thirty, it's obviously not that important. Like it's it's something that you can say, oh, to bring it back to something I know, fucking video games. It's like saying, oh, I'm gold one in league, you're bronze. I'm better than you. Yeah. But there's nothing. No. There's no barrier to entry for you to get to gold. I've eaten at you know? a I've eaten at a one uh, Michelin star restaurant. Mm. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> I just want to clarify that I could not afford it, and it was good. Yeah. Good. But I've also eaten at pizza places in a, like Raby and shit like that. Gotten the same food and it was amazing. Yeah, there's there's one out in uh, Oran Park. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a Italian gourmet pizzas. Yeah, They're fucking phenomenal. Yeah. They're like the best pizzas I've ever tasted. Yeah. Mind you, we're Australian, so. But that's that's what I'm saying. I, 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 that's where I agree with you. Yeah. The difference is, is because the people who want the stars will do, as you see in the movie, everything perfectly. Yeah. I they aim yeah, for the stars. Cool. But then the people who don't want the stars, they'll put fucking fatty foods on their, uh, you know, they'll use the worst cuts, you know, but... Yeah, because they're not going yeah. for that Michelin star. And you do see in the movie that he does evolve in his cooking. So uh, modern, they use a thing called a bain They put it in a um, vacuum seal bag, mm. chuck it in the hot water, keeps the um, flavor in there and kind of cooks it. Mm-hmm. And then they finish it off, makes it faster to cook in a pan. And she explains that to him. Yeah. And he does evolve. I like yeah. that. Not many head chefs will be like, hey, you know, if I can, let's do that. That's a good idea. They'll be like, shut the fuck up. I'm the head chef. The mm. amount of times that um, I had tried to change the way the, the pizza section worked at a restaurant, and they're like, you're not in charge. I was like, okay. And then we get bottlenecked. And I'm like, well, if you do what I said, you know, yeah. like. I only had an Italian guy breathe down my neck for a year and a half. Um, I want to talk about one last scene, mm. and it's genuinely hard for me to watch, and I want to commend Bradley Cooper for the scene. Right after Michelle fucks him over, or perceivedly fucks him over with the Michelin star, we have him getting drunk and attempting suicide. Yeah, that was hard. It was very hard to watch. It's incredible acting. I'm amazing. Got that bag over his head. Yeah, well, yeah. They're not big. They're not small. No, no. Uh, they're not big. Um, but he essentially goes to the restaurant of his like enemy, this dude he grew up with, and um, 
chucks a bag over his head and he's fighting this dude to keep his bag on his head. It is very hard to watch. This is a very, very good scene. Um, I don't think it saves the movie, though. It almost gave me a panic attack. Yeah, it's it's a rough scene. Yeah. It's, uh, it was intense. Yeah. And it, again, uh, like I said, hats off to fucking Bradley Cooper mm, and his mm. um, partner in that scene because I I felt stressed. Oh, oh fucking oath, yeah. Like, Absolutely. I was like, fuck, shit. <laughs> shit, my heart yeah, is going nuts. Like, a very, very, very good scene. Yeah. Um, it's also, I want to say the cinematography is, I'd say the set dressing is actually really interesting in that scene because this restaurant that he's in, this kitchen is like new fancy French kitchen suite or whatever. Um, but Bradley Cooper is wearing like a leather jacket. So he really stands out in the scene. Everything else kind of falls away if you look back on it. Uh, everything's like a clear white Yeah, and he's like. Obviously, standing out in... It's like a padded room kind of feeling. Yeah. And you can... uh, Really, like, looking back on it, it's kind of everything else becomes 2D around him. And he really does focus in this scene. And it's very, very hard to watch. I also like that scene because the guy says to him that... He just straight up admits, he's like, you're better than me. Yeah. You're the reason we strive to be better because of how good you actually are. Mm. And then at that point, Bradley Cooper's like, fuck, I need help. Like, if this guy's admitting that, <laughs> I need help. Absolutely. So then he goes to the shrink that he'd been seeing throughout the movie because um, he, I would call him his business partner. Yeah. Um, That's part of his contract yeah. to fund the restaurant. Um, that he, he goes every fr- or once a week Thursday? or whatever. Uh, not Friday, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, once a week to get a blood test to yeah. see if he's on um, but he goes. That's right. He goes there on a Thursday and she's like... It's not Friday. What are you doing yeah. here? And then he's at the. It explains that what happened. She's like, "Well, group doesn't start for an hour. Come in, I'll make a pot of tea." Yeah. And then he, again, like he knew he, he fell off the wagon. He knew that he had gone too far. Mm. Let's get back on it. And I liked that. Like he he explains like he's off the drug at the start of the movie. He's off the drugs. He's off the alcohol. He's off the women. Mm. Like he's focusing solely on his Getting one crux, star. the star, which. Is it's it's kind of propped up the entire movie because it is meant to be that like big important feat of getting the Michelin star, and then mm. right after he loses it, mate, it how lackluster was the end though? Yeah, it was pretty lackluster. But I was going to say the, the between between the the suicide attempt scene and him getting back in the kitchen, it actually I thought it was going to end there. You know, he didn't get the Michelin star. But so, Michelle fucked up his thing for the Michelin men. So, he goes to try and kill himself, gets into group therapy, learns that he needs other people around him as a supporting network. And then, you know, five minutes later, no, no, that wasn't the Michelin men. Yeah. It was like software designers from Denver. But the Michelin men are actually here now. And like, they're freaking out. And he just, instead of freaking out, he goes, nope. We're going to do what we do. We're yeah. going to do what we do. We're going to work as a team. And if we get it, we get it. If we don't, we don't. Which is massive character development. Yeah. But what I found kind of like bland was after that whole scene of yeah. them cooking and whatnot, it goes to him outside leaning up against a brick wall, not even wearing the same clothes. So I'm guessing it's a couple of days later. Yeah, you'd think. You know, months later. And then his business partner just looks at him. Smiles. No sound. No sound. 
mouth something, and then they just start smiling. Yeah. End of movie. It's like, bro, yeah, where's the credits. excitement? Like, walk into the kitchen, be all like, we got the star. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? I would have liked to see everyone's reaction to, yeah, yeah we got the star. Yeah. That it would have made it would have made yeah. it feel more because yes, it gets put onto the chef essentially. The the head chef takes it. Mm. But it in my eyes, it's not just him. It's, it's the, everyone kitchen. In the kitchen. It's yeah. it's the wait staff. It's it's everyone. It's the maitre D. It's the motherfucker who opens the door. It's everyone. But yeah. This so th- we had opinions on this movie. Yeah. And I think they're fairly, fairly clear now. What do you think the critic score for Rotten Tomatoes was for this movie? 75? Mate, I'm... I apologise. Hmm. I guess I think you like this movie. Oh, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say I yeah, liked it. Okay. I enjoyed it. It's a Rotten 28%. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I can see that, but wow. I didn't expect <laughs> it was that low. Yeah, it's When it's I said low. 75, I'm like, oh, it's like a 40. Yeah, well, that's interesting. What do you think the audience score is? 62? Okay. Yes. The critic consensus for Burnt is Burnt offers a few spoonfuls of compelling culinary drama, but they're lost in the watery goulash dominated by an unsavory main character and overdone cliches. Oh, so many cliches. Absolutely. This is a cliched movie. This is Oscar bait movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Like, if if I was going to say Oscar bait for any movie... That we watch, it's this movie. Any movie with Bradley Cooper in it yeah. at this time. That's, yeah, that's true. This was, I believe, 2017. Yes. Uh, so this is around the height. Hu- this is around yeah, the 2015. Hu- 2015. Sorry. This yeah. is around the height of Bradley Cooper's like uh, when he was the leading man. Yeah, he was in everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I actually am curious to see whether or not this was before or after Limitless. Oh, yes. I was thinking the same thing on way over. Yeah, because when I started this movie, I was like, oh, it'd be funny if this was after Limitless. Uh, Limitless was 2011. So, so was, this yeah. is way uh, This is four years after. Yeah. The wedding goes on a rant in one of the scenes. I just want to add this in here. Um, I looked away mm. for a second, and all I heard was Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Serious. I was like... <laughs> yeah. So... He doesn't change his voice as much as they say. Because he said with Rocket, he plays a character, so he doesn't use his voice. No. He just changes it slightly. Makes it more grumbly for Rocket. All right, hit me with IMDb. Okay. Well, no, you hit me with IMDb. What do you reckon? Well, with going off that, I'm going to say a 5.1. 6.6 out of 10. Oh. They actually enjoyed this a lot more than Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, that's with 116,000 reviews. So, a mm. fucking big... Good, yeah. Good base. Like, good data set. I'm actually surprised it's this high. Different, different like, like, you know... Yeah. Uh, East uh, and West yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, East and West Berlin. That, that's why I like doing these two websites, because yeah. they're two... It's, it's another whole new data set. Yeah. Well, maybe not, but you know what I mean. <laughs> There's but a dude who goes on both. Fucking oath. I'm that dude. <laughs> <laughs> what is your personal score, though? My personal score? Let's say out of 10, 0.5 is allowed. Uh, I'm going to say a solid five. A solid five. Solid so just five. an average Dead movie. in the middle. Um, mostly because it reminded me... It was way more intense than my experience, mm. but it reminded me too much. Yeah. Of, had a fraction of truth. Yeah, it had... Yeah, just 
So um, yeah. that's that's the reason why I'd put it up because there's that fraction of truth. And the stereotypes, they're stereotypes. They're a reason. There's stereotypes for a reason because yeah. they happen often. Absolutely. And when, when he said something or um, something was mentioned in passing, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, you're addicted well, to drugs. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I... So I sat down to watch this movie and I kind of wasn't in the mood to watch it, but I was like, ah, I'll do it for the podcast, get it out. So, you know, we're not watching... I'm not watching it fucking Saturday morning. Yeah. I'm going to watch my cartoons. And... Um, Cheese like, TV. I, <laughs> I sat down, started watching it, got about 20 minutes into it and I went... This is a bad movie. This is a bad movie, Josh. Yeah. And then about 30 minutes in, I was like, fuck, this is a really bad movie. It, it does follow the same tropes. Again, yeah. Oscar bait. Easy 3.5. It's got the, the like, corny love story for no reason. Oh, absolutely. Especially for this man that's celibate. Yeah. And then just chuck in a female in there. And you're like, oh, well, they're going to bang. Yeah. Oh, the and, moment, oh, and, the his, moment she, and his best friend's gay for him. The moment she turned up in a Burger King, I'm like, love interest. Yep. Fucking called it. Yep. And again, talking about Oscar Bait, you have the gay best friend that's secretly in love with him. Yeah. Which, again, is a storyline that doesn't fucking go anywhere. Yeah. Why Why did that need to be in there? You did not need to write that in there. I think it was just to um, show that the character can be awkward. <sighs> you, can, you can show. Don't tell. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. So I dislike this movie. I'm I'm on the fence. On the fence. I'm on the fence. Then I I think I know. They were one. They were one outburst away from losing a star for me. <sighs> if he if he had one more outburst in that movie, I did not like the way um, he got physical because I've never seen a chef get physical to another chef. Mm. Because if he did, the other chefs in the kitchen would kick the fuck out of him. Strict rule of no hands. Um, let your cooking do the talking. Um, but yeah, the moment he grabbed her, I was like, mm. if that happened again, immediate loss of a star for me. Yeah. I, um, I'm only on the feds cause I, I, I enjoyed like the environment, yeah. the, the style of movie. Yeah. yeah. That, that's fair. That's fair. But we watched a second movie this week, Josh. Oh boy. And it has, I know we've been saying this a lot, but the man, the myth, the legend, John Favreau. The guy who started I have the a, MCU. I have a shrine in my spare bedroom. That's what that is. Fabro. Yeah. I was wondering what that is. Yeah, so he can grace us with his godly presence for the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Fuck, we need to make that now. You're on. You got the printer? Yeah, that's true. I don't have the 3D printer. I can just make it out of resin. Yeah. What's the synopsis for Chef? After losing his job at a popular restaurant, Chef Carl Casper attempts to start afresh by fixing up a food truck. In the process, he ends up becoming closer to his family. Yes, very, very good hard film. I want to change family to son. Yes. Well, no. Because he's already pretty close with his ex-wife. They ne- There was. Yeah, it's true. There's not a yeah, lot of it's, it's close uh, to his son. Hatred between them. D- directed, written, produced by, and starring John Favreau. Yeah. This it, guy. It this also, guy. It also has Sofia Vergara. I did think it was her. Yeah. Um, John Lugizama. That that Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, that was surprising. Dustin Hoffman. That was pretty surprising. Um, and small role, 
Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, small role, but small we've role. got a little bit of the MCU in here. Um, this is this. I didn't know this until today. Well, I did this yesterday. It had a budget of eleven million. Made it back though, right? Forty-eight point four oh. million. Now, little little fun thing. I, I <clears throat> that's that's a gross I, amount of money. Yeah. That's yeah. quadrupled it. Yeah, that's fucked. Good on you. So, after doing um, big films like Iron Man and such like that. Because Don- this was 2014. Iron Man was 2010, I want to say. Yes, around yeah. there. Um, he had done big budget films. He wanted to go to something smaller. He wanted to go back to grassroots and do a small film mm. about cooking. That was his idea. So, this, this is it. This is essentially a right. love project. Um, a very big side note, but we're not going to talk about it much. There is also an Indian Bollywood remake. Yes, that was made in 2017 called Chef. Yeah. Um. So hey, if you're a Bollywood fan, go watch that. Um. Yeah, I, I this movie. Um, I watched it by accident. Jesus, by how do you ac- stumble across this? I didn't even know this was made. So I. I was actually looking for another movie years ago, probably the year it came out. Years ago. And I accidentally watched this one. I was like, this is not what I thought it was. This is an Iron Man. <laughs> uh, but I was, again, like, I watched this and I loved it. Oh, no, it's it, a very, very good movie. Um, I also noticed a few. I like to think they're, um, well, one in particular, um, MCU little reference. Right at the start, he gets excited um, that he's going to change the menu and stuff like that. Yeah. And he says to Scarlett Johansson, who plays Black Widow, he's like, I'm happy. Look at me. I'm happy. Am I not allowed to be happy? Look at me. Look at me. I'm happy. Do you think I'm happy? Look at me. I'm happy. Oh, my God. He plays Happy Hogan. Yeah, okay. I didn't didn't pick up on that. So, yeah. And I just... I liked Robert Downey Jr.'s character. He played this quirky yeah. ex-ex-husband. He played Robert Downey fucking Jr. Oh, in every movie he does. Yeah, but I just like, liked how quirky he was. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, Scarlett Johansson's not a massive part of this movie, which no. I was kind of upset about, but phenomenal in all of her parts. So the reason why I bring up Robert Downey Jr. is because of their conversation, their whole interaction, yeah. reminded me of our interactions we have off oh, podcast. The ADHD, the ADHD fueled conversations. He's talking about the his receptions being pregnant. Yeah. And then he goes to swatches. Yeah. Then he goes back to her being pregnant. Absolutely. Then he goes back to the swatches. <laughs> and yeah, it's, like, it's 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 a it's a rough conversation and, to follow, but I felt Carl, like I did a pretty good job. And Carl Casper, he obviously neurotypical is like, yeah. wait, are we talking about the swatches? Or her now? Like, what are we on about? Should I keep it? <laughs> Wait, 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 what? 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 T- yeah, okay. If we're talking about the swatches, then oh, yeah. Then what does he say? Like some? No, that's personal business. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? The swatches. <laughs> Let's talk about carpet. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, that is that is a good conversation though. Yeah. Um. Also, the what's what I'm looking for the uh camaraderie. No loyalty. That's the word. Yeah. The loyalty. Yeah. Of the guy just gets his food truck. No, he, yeah, he just gets food truck, and the guy becomes sous chef of that restaurant. Yeah, which is second chef, second in command. So his best, like uh, when when he leaves because his food food, yeah. food critic's giving a bad review or whatever, uh, his best mate at the restaurant becomes sous chef. Yeah, and he's kicked and out. He, so and, he's, he's, and his he, previous sous yeah. chef becomes head chef. 
So he's super happy yeah. like for them, obviously. He literally says, oh my God, that's great. Yeah, like he's still happy for them because yeah. it's a big achievement for them. But it's it's hard. Uh, like it's got to be hard to go, well, I was head chef at yeah. that fucking restaurant. Yeah. He's like on the phone to both of them and he's like, I got a food truck. It's like, hey, he's got a food truck. He's like, oh my God, you got a, you got a, like tacos and shit? He's like, well, I assume so. He's got a taco truck. <laughs> like tacos and shit. Yeah, no, that's great. But what I, what I fucking loved and I hope we have a friendship like this. This, like, John Favreau's character goes to Miami, picks up this food truck, is starting to fucking... He's on the phone to his best yeah. mate in fucking the other side of the country. LA, yeah. And goes, oh, well, LA, is that the same side? I don't fucking no, know. opposite. Oh, shit. Literally the other side of the oh, country. Shit. And he's like, oh, you know, I've got a food truck. He's like, oh, fucking awesome. And then next scene fucking pops up the from ne- a cab. It's the very next day. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, I it's got like, on a flight. Yeah, I, t- I told you, whatever your next gig is, I'm following you. Yeah. It's like, fuck me, man. He That's even says to him, he's like, big. but you're sous chef. Like, you know, you had it. And he's like, nah, shut the fuck up. I'm joining you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be chef here. And this is about the time he's trying to get um, fridges and shit in a truck and he doesn't oh, have yeah. help. <laughs> and the guy just starts speaking Spanish to the guys and says, yeah. we will give you the best sandwiches you've yeah. ever had. Help us get this stuff on the fr- yeah. in the truck. Fucking hell. And yeah, oh, fun movie. The son becomes a line cook. Yeah, so I want to mention something he says in the movie. Oh, it shows he shows it more in the movie. Mm. Um, so they're cooking for the guys and whatnot, and he explains to his son, "You need to watch this sandwich until it's golden and the cheese is melted, mm. and then you pull it out." He does it the first time; he's like, "Perfect." That's how they need to be every single time. Then he burns one. Yeah, and the kid says, "Why does it matter?" They're not paying for it. Now, I like how he handled this. He handled it like a dad, yeah, yeah, not like a boss. Yeah, yeah. And he took it. He's like, oh, you got this. I need to go talk to him. He goes there and he says to him, do you like this? He goes, yeah, I like it. He's like, well, I love it. This this is, I love this. Mm. This this is where I need to be. This is the one thing I can do good. I know I'm not a good dad to you and I'm sorry for that, but this is the one thing I haven't failed at. And he explains the thing to him. He's like, no, can we go back in there and do it properly? And he goes, yes, chef. Yeah. And that hit me because that's the change the industry needs. Yeah. And we, we, we started this podcast talking about like essentially verbal abuse. Yeah. As the standard. But this, this style, it works just as yeah. effectively and you get a better result. Yeah. Rather than t- treating someone like shit and they don't want to be there, yeah. this kid then learns shit. Yeah. There's consequences, and that you know people will enjoy it more, regardless is, of if they're paying or this not. This is a change that also needs to happen in, um, you know, trade jobs. Yeah, I'm the fucking the amount of times I've been fucking abused because I fucking drilled the wrong hole or something. It's like fucker. Obviously, I didn't understand your instruction. You should have been more clear. Yeah, like that's your fault, not mine. But yeah, it it, it shows that the kitchens when, when throughout the movie it shows that he treats his son. Like a team member. Yeah. He's not just his son. When he's on the truck and he's working, yeah. he's a staff member. He's a team member. Um, he gets promoted to the head of marketing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mate, oh, fucking don't get me started. I'm about to go on a tirade on how fucking one of us needs to take the bullet and become a meme. So this fucking Twitter account can take off. <laughs> oh my fucking God. I just love that. In the kitchen... This shows better than burnt. Yeah, that the kitchen has you don't you don't have an age. They don't care how old you are. Yeah, they don't care what your gender is. When you're in that kitchen, when you are working, 
You are a cook. You are yeah. a chef. Cooks don't have a gen. Oh, uh, what's the line? Cooks don't have an age. Huh. It's like hands him a beer. It's like cooks don't have an age. You're yeah. a cook. That, that's yeah. what prompted this. Yeah. He's like, you don't have an age. And then he, <laughs> he drinks. He's like, yeah. He's like, remember that when your friends yeah. give you one. Fucking, I remember dad doing the exact same thing to me. Yeah, it didn't work for me. <laughs> but yeah, and it also sh- the movie also shows how powerful. Not so much now, I would say, the power of Twitter. Especially right at the yeah. start. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. No, he's, he's, he's your dad that, you know, doesn't know social media, yeah. doesn't know anything like that. So he ats the guy thinking he's personally. Yeah. And it starts his tirade. Mm. And the other dude explains at the end, I thought we we're having a cute little back and forth. Yeah, Publicity. No. It's like, I buy ink by the gallon. Yeah. Like, why are you starting a flame war with me? And he's obviously learned his lesson. Yeah. But it just... Blew up, and then yeah. you know because he's a prideful like most chefs, he's a prideful guy. He loses his shit, and he explains to him that's not how a lava cake works. You dickhead. Yeah, yeah. It's not an undercooked fucking um cake. You put the ramekin in there, frozen, so when you cook the outside, the inside's molten. And the guy's just like, okay, bro, why are you going over? <laughs> what the fuck? You can tell that the dude's face who plays the critic. He yeah. plays it so well. He's literally leaning back on the chair like, why am I getting yelled at? Yeah. What the fuck? All I did was write a review. I just did my job. Yeah. And which, look, I, I know we do a podcast reviewing movies. It's all fun. It, yeah. It's it's all for fun. And like, you know, nine times out of 10, the movie we're reviewing is bad. Yeah. But that's not an attack on. No. The director. That's not an attack on the cinematographer. That's that's not an attack on any person, unless it's fucking like Amber Heard, Knuckleman. I spoke, she can't act for shit. I spoke to my brother about a similar thing. Um, I said to him that I, when it comes to reviews, yeah. so uh, my brother will like go into Kotaku and stuff like that, and he'll look at reviews for video games, and he'll be like, "Oh, they're saying this is shit." I don't like listening to reviews because every time I've listened to a bad review that says something is bad, the games ended up being great. But then it also works the other way. Every time I've seen a good review, yeah. I go, oh, that I'm going to get that game. I've had up, my fair share of that. Like, so I've adopted a policy. I'll read them. But if I think it could be good, let's say it's a franchise, you know, I'll go, all right, well, I liked X amount of this franchise. I'm going to get it. You know, Or a game company that's made something, I'll get it. And... What we do and what he does, it's all personal. Like, it's their Absolutely. personal opinion. What I, they I feel about it. I see reviews this way. Um, so, I watch a lot of Angry Joe Show, right? Yeah. I watch a lot of Angry Joe Show, his TV, movies, game reviews, because I I have watched enough of it to agree with his general yeah. view on things. I, I watch it because our ideas of video games align. Yeah. So I know if it's something he doesn't like, it's probably not going to be something I like yeah. either. But like, take V Rising for example. I picked that up because I thought it would be good. Played like five hours and go, ah, oh, this is a game you really need friends yeah. for. So that's what I hope to do with this podcast. You might not agree with us on every movie, but the general overview when we've got like 100 episodes, if we say something's bad, maybe give it a miss. Yeah. But that's to the few that share the ideals like us. And there's going to be those people that are like, oh, no, that movie was great. That was fantastic. Absolutely. Why are you saying it was bad? Because that's our personal opinion. Yeah. Like, like I, I didn't like Burnt. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, that's true. 
But yeah. So yeah, I I also want to talk about the end because we glossed over a little bit with that film credit kind of repairing the relationship. Yeah. He is a genuine fan of this chef. Oh yeah. He's uh, what he says. One of the boys I backed. Yeah, one of my early backers. Like, I loved your food. I just didn't like you at this restaurant. And then he does explain to him that he had no control. The guy wouldn't let him change the menu. And he goes, whatever the excuse is, whatever the reason, I want to back this. Mm. And he does. El Jefe. El Jefe. Did you notice he has a tattoo on his hands? Yeah, he's got, yeah. yeah. John Favreau has tattoos, right? I think so. Like, yeah, but these aren't his tattoos. I don't think so. Because, oh, fucking chefs... And knife tattoos. Yeah. Uh, it's a... What the rec- fuck? Recently, it's become a rite of passage that you get your first knife tattooed on you. That's fucking dumb because in Burnt, the chick has a uh, like a behind-the-ear neck tattoo of a knife. Yeah. And, and John Favreau in this movie has a full-length knife on and his forearm. in Burnt, the first guy he recruits, the young gun, he's got oh, yeah. a knife tattoo as well. Oh, fuck. I know, Silly. Three, I know three chefs with knife tattoos. Okay. I I I'm with you. Um, half with you, mate. You have your fucking that's motorbike what, tattooed on your fucking I'm, arm. That's why I say I'm half with you. I would never get my first knife tattooed on me because one, I'm not in the industry. But your first bike is fine because it's my baby, <laughs> and it looks cooler than a knife. Yeah, I, you look I like a criminal when you have a fucking knife fucking tattooed oath. on your arm. Fucking you oath. have your bike. People go, "What's that? That's my first bike. It's what it's what I yeah. learned how to ride on." Yeah. Okay. What I learned to cut my first tomato. <laughs> um, speaking of knives, there is a scene where um, John Favreau takes his son out to pick up yes. like the equipment for the truck. Oh, so cute! Buys him a, a chef's knife yeah. and explains to him, "This is your knife. This no. is not the the shop's knife. You must keep this yep. sharp. You must take care of this. You can never Truly lose this." Fuck. Can do you think he can do that? Yes, chef. Yeah. Truly fuck. Like, that is... That hit me, man. Yeah. That fucking hit me. The thing... A lot of restaurants these days have the kitchen knives, in case you forget yours. Mm. But they're, like, plastic handle, eco-safe, like, bacteria-free yeah, knives. Yeah, shit knives. And no one gives a shit about them. you got to cut a tomato. And it's and blunt you, as fuck. <laughs> and you've crushed it. Mate, I have that with the fucking workshop tools. Yeah. Like, all the workshop tools are fucking battered to shit. Yeah. And someone goes, hey, Ryan, you got an angle grinder? Got, no, I got mine. You can fucking use the company angle <laughs> yeah. grinder. Fuck off. But yeah, yeah th- that was a cute scene. And then <laughs> they come back from that fucking shopping trip. And he's like, where the fuck have you been? What are you doing? He's like, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? He's yelling oh, at him. just chilling out yeah. like in New Orleans. Yeah, and he's like, go around, go around, go around. Go around. He goes around. He's like, that for us? He goes, yeah. Fucking line down the street. And he's like, how did this happen? He's like, I don't know. He's like, oh, I tweeted it. When? When we were leaving. Yeah. What? He's like, yeah, when we're leaving, I took some this photos kid, on Twitter. This kid. And yeah. And then there's that little little moment. Uh, we're we're going to skip a bit. Little moment where he's, his son explains throughout the movie he's taken a one second video. Yeah. Every yeah, day. Yeah. And it, um, towards the end of the leg of their trip, because they go from uh, Miami through New Orleans, through Texas to LA. Mm. Um, and they he explains, I'm taking a one second video. I'm going to splice it all together. And I'm going to upload it to the internet. Miami's in Florida, right? Yeah. Okay, so they were going from Florida to California. Yeah. Okay. Opposite side. Yeah, okay. Jesus Christ. Um, I think it's about four or five days. Fuck. 
Uh, but he says they're sitting on top of the truck, and I think they're on top of the truck, and mm. he says, um, email it to me. Yeah. And he gets an email to him, and he says, hey, look, I don't want any great expectations. Uh, when we get back to um, LA, that that's it. Like, You're like, uh, you've got school. You, yeah, this is a back, job. You, back can, to you can't really do this. It's got to, We've got to go back to our regular life. And the son's trying to bargain, which I found adorable as fuck. Oh, yeah, because he, he just yeah. wants to spend time with his dad. Yeah, he's like, I'll work weekends and after school, yeah. I'll do my homework. Like, he tries to bargain with him. He's like, no, 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 I can't do that. No, 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 you know, all this sort of stuff. Because he wants the best for his son. Yeah, absolutely. And he probably thinks that having him work would be too much. Yeah. And the kid's like, okay, sure. I think he storms off. I think so. Um, but he gets back to LA, opens up his email, and he watches that video. That's a cute as shit yeah. video, man. Cute as fuck as shit. Fuck me. And immediately, I don't even think he finishes the fucking video. He's on the phone yeah. to his ex-wife, and he's like, is he there? And he's like, yeah, I need to talk to him. And then he says, all right, cool. Here's the deal. Yeah. Same terms as the kid came up with. And he's like, but... Your mother has to be okay with it. Yeah, and all all of your money goes to your college fund. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, the, the fucking the cornstarch. Um. So the, oh, yeah, fuck the, yeah, they're yeah. leaving Florida. I yeah, leaving Florida. He's like, oh, it's damn, it's fucking. Um. Uh, his best mate gets cornstarch and she throws it in his pants, and he's like, "What are you?" The kid's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Cornstarch." Like it's it's like dampers dampers hell down there, and he's like, "Dad." Dad, wake up, Dad. He's like, what? He's, like, he's putting cornstarch in his pants. He's like, you putting cornstarch in your pants? Yeah. Give I'll me some it. of that. <laughs> Give me some of that. And then the kid's like, what the fuck? And he's like, you want some? That's fucking, yeah. But yeah, oh, it's such a lovely movie. It is. It. I think everyone should sit down and kind of... Watch it with your family. Yes, yes. If you have young... Well, I'm not a parent, but I'd like to say if you had young kids that are like about the age of 10... Yeah. Sit down and show them this yeah. movie. It's great. And cook them the grilled friendly. cheese at the start. Yeah, give them like a couple of grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. True chef faffin. Faffin. True. <laughs> I am faffin. I'm faffin about. True chef fashion. A fucking overdoes a grilled cheese sandwich. Three different types of cheese. Cheese Perfect spread on golden. Cheese spread on the outside. Cook them. Chuck the cheese on. Let them cook for a couple of minutes, put them together, it melts. Best. I've tried it. Mate, no, I just get bread. I've tried that no, recipe. I get bread, I put like three slices of cheese in there, and then just put it in a sandwich rest. No, mate, no. Don't use cheddar. If it's orange, it's not cheese. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, no. We're not American. Yeah, just to let you know. Um, reviews? No, fuck you. Okay. I'm watching the time. I'm watching the... Fuck, we're over time. Um, <laughs> Chef from 2014, hour and 55 minute runtime. What do you think the critic scores are? Critics, 77. 87%. Oh, I was 10 away. You were 10 away. Man, you were so much better at this than uh, last week. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is wrong oh, with Oh, man. Like, you had your third, mile, third eye open. Yeah. But yeah, it fucking reviewed perfectly. Like, this is a fantastic movie. Audience... What do you reckon? 79. 85. 2% difference. This is the one movie where critics and fucking audience agree. This is a fantastic movie. And I think fucking congratulations to Jon Favreau. Ah. Bringing the MCU is a feat. Yeah, fucking oath. Bringing the MCU is a feat of itself. 
Now, please, please, John Favreau, if you're ever listening to this, if you find this five years from now in a fucking time capsule, please, 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 just don't molest anyone. <laughs> you're one of the good ones. We like your stuff. Please don't molest anyone. Just, just don't. Please. I don't think so. He's too good. Yeah, that's what fucking people said about fucking um, what you call it. Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he was doing that, but way before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he just kept it hidden. But yes, pl- John Favreau, please don't molest anyone. Critic consensus: Chef's charming cast and sharp, funny script add enough spice to make this feel-good comedy a flavorful, if familiar, treat. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is junk food for the mind. Yeah. Like, I usually see, like, Transformer movies as junk food, like, junk food cinema. This is, like, good junk food cinema. This movie will have you laughing and... Teary-eyed. Yeah, and going, aww. Yeah. Because no matter how much he knows he's not doing well as a dad, he could he knows he could do, be doing better. Yeah. This trip is his way of showing... His son, how much he loves him, and he even yeah, towards the know. start, before he um, loses his job, his son says to him, "This is nice, us doing stuff." He's like, "We always do stuff." Yeah, but he's like, "No, talking and stuff." Yeah, like, like learning from yeah. each other. That's what his son wants to do. His yeah. son wants to learn from him, and he wants him to learn from. Like they want, he wants, he wants to, to share to be shit. Father and dad, father and son. Um, IMDb. What do you reckon? Nine, dead nine. Seven point three. Oh, again, I I don't understand. Why Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb are never, never are in the same ballpark? They're always a couple of points out. Um, but yeah, not, not amazing reviews for IMDb. Yeah. And I want to say that Chef also has a freakout scene, like a chef getting angry outburst scene towards the writer, which yeah, ends yeah, up yeah, going viral. Yeah, where he just smashes but the fucking. Lava even cake. then, it's John Favreau. He looks like a big teddy bear. Yeah. So like he's having yes. this like mental breakdown. He's screaming, big outburst, and everyone's recording. But it's John Favreau, so he looks like a big teddy bear. I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. And then, oh, like if I, I said, ever meet John Favreau, I just want to give him a hug. And like I said, the writer's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, he's like, "I'm just doing my job." Yeah, man. Like yeah. wordplay. That's what I do. Yeah. Ah, oh, very very good. Very fun movie. We're getting to the end of it, Josh. Are we? We are. We're at fifty-four minutes and fifty-three seconds. Fifty-four minutes. So, I need to ask you the question. I don't know what, what your dog is. Outside. I can see his feet. <laughs> like, he, he's been walking back and forth this whole recording. I'm watching oh. his feet go past the fucking door. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> um, what made the cut? Chef or burnt? All right. Let's, 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 let's discuss. Hold on. Okay. So we both agreed Burnt wasn't as good as it could have been. I think Burnt, Burnt was overdone Oscar bait. Quite literally nonsense. Burnt. Yeah, oh shit. Quite I literally think Burnt. I think they named it that burnt. way after. Yeah. Um it came later. Could have been better. I think you could have done it better. But as you We've have... seen Bradley Cooper do good movies like Limitless. Yep. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I think he's fantastic yep. in that movie. It could have been better. Mm-hmm. Um they miss a lot of opportunities. Uh, definitely. And as you mentioned, Oscar bait, they definitely wanted... Did it win an Oscar? Uh, no, definitely did not win an Oscar, but it did win some film critic associations. Oh. Um, 
but yeah, yeah. Def- there's there's not a lot of uh, mainly. Wow. Okay. So the blonde chick. Yeah. She won actor of the year for Ohio Film Critics, breakthrough film artist, um, breakthrough award for the Georgia Film Critics Association. But she won that for the Danish girl X Monica uh, X Mon- X Machina, the man from Uncle Testament of Youth. Oh, okay, and but not for this. So, ah, oh, okay. that, but like yeah, uh, it was uh, a culmination uh, of all yep, those yep, movies. Yep, yep, yep. So she won the award. But yeah, they aimed for an Oscar and didn't get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, which, if you ask me, Oscars are a little bit prissy. Uh, well, the 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 company that makes the movie that is nominated has to do marketing uh, and pay millions of dollars in marketing to get people to vote for it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So, like, No Way Home was up for an Oscar. Oh, okay. But, it like, superhero movies never get it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, well, there's Black Panther, but let's face it, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes shit for Black Panther to, to get them that Oscar. Um, I think Burnt was a good movie. But I just think it could have been a lot better. Missed the mark. Absolutely. Missed the mark. They were aiming too high. Yep. Icarus. Absolutely. But Chef, on the other hand, he, what did you think about he Chef? He literally said that he was doing a low budget indie film. He wasn't he was done. He did not want to you know, spend a shit ton of money making movies anymore. It was eleven million. That's yeah. nine million less. That's a lot of fucking money. And he made more money, bigger profit. Fucking no. But he straight up said he wanted to do go back to grassroots. Mm. He did. Yeah. This and movie had heart. It had a good script. It had actual living, breathing relationships, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, it was weird with his ex-wife. And she ends up working on the truck at the end of the movie. But they, they it's never definitive that they get back together because... Yeah, but that's what I that'd like. That'd be rough. So... You don't see often, I didn't, parents that divorce mm. and stay civil like that. She wanted to help him through yeah. and through. She's like, yeah. oh, you know, talk to my publisher, talk to this, talk to that. Yeah. And it didn't seem like she was doing it for the kid. No, she was genuinely wanting to help. Yeah. yeah. So they had this friendship. Yeah, they were still great friends. Yeah. and I Because she's very, very well off. He's yeah. living in a one-bedroom apartment. Actually, with that apartment, did you notice something? Um, I noticed it uh, when they got back from the trip, but it had been there throughout the entire movie. Every time he's in his own apartment, next to the door is a fucking metal bat. Is it? It's like hanging up <laughs> like next to the door frame and on like the light switch. It's like, how do you know he lives in a low economic yeah. housing area? Keep a fucking metal bat near the door. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool, nice touch. But yeah, chef definitely. Absolutely. Chef makes the cut. Yeah. Chef makes the cut. I think we can both agree on that. Yeah. No scissors, paper rock no needed scissors, today. Paper rock today. I did I did some math as well. I ran the numbers. I typed it into the calculator and every Use the old ones and zeros. Uh, the calculator was so like so precise. I was like, look, no, you can't trust computers with these sort of calculations. So I pulled out the abacus <laughs> and I was moving the abacus left and right. I almost forgot shink, to carry shink. the one. Shink, almost shink. forgot to carry the one. Yep. And Burnt almost made the cut. And I was like, no, no, no. Oh, no. I, had to, I had to start again. So I started again, carried the one this time. I was like, oh, okay, that mate, makes you've, sense. Mate, you've, you've had a long day. Oh, mate. But 
by all the calculations, as you can see by this sheet right here, all the calculations on the graphs, it shows that by a large margin, Shep made the cut. Okay, that's fair. I'm glad you're coming. I'm glad you're putting more effort into this podcast, Josh. It's. It's, I, I think I've been carrying this for too long. And I'm glad you're putting it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that backpack was. <laughs> that backpack was the entire podcast. Yeah, I know, right? Just so everyone knows, I did remind him yesterday to watch the movies. Just because he he had the day it's off. It's not I, that I forget. It's just I do other shit. So do I. It's called work. Yeah. All right, Josh. It's my pick next week. Yeah, what are we I've watching? already decided. Finally. Well, fuck you. <laughs> shut up. Where, get the fuck off my podcast. We've... We are going to sit down and watch South Korean films. Oh, yes. So, I know that these are very well received. and it's, I, I think it's going to be a hard p- uh, pairing to cut. But, we are going to sit down and watch Parasite and Train to Busan. Oh, yes. Which I've been meaning to get around and watch Parasite for a long time. Yes, so, this will be good. So have I. So yeah. have I. Um, are you going to watch a double sub? Uh, no, we both watch it subbed. This has been What Makes the Cut. Episode 10, motherfucker. Episode 10. Episode 10, Double done digits. and dusted. This is what, our fourth attempt at a podcast? <sighs> More than that, man. And we got the furthest. Yeah, this is the, we, we're actually live with this one. Yeah, we did one with uh, Old Mate. We'll just go yeah, with Old Mate. We won't name mate. a shame. And uh, we got like three episodes in and he bailed. Yeah. And the game right. flopped. <laughs> yeah, the game, the game did flop. I was really upset about that. Yeah. Where can people find us, Josh? Twitter. Well, what's our at? Our at is what makes the cut. Yeah, there you go. You have to you at ha- what makes the you cut. have to do the little squirrely. I think it's uh, shift two. Yeah, that's how Twitter works, man, my dude. Yeah, I don't use Twitter. Oh fuck. Yeah, we're also online. Yeah, we've we got a website. What makes the cut dot com. Yep. Don't put the www. Otherwise, you're a. Uh, st- you're someone that grew up with the internet. I was going to say a mean word, but I can't think of it. Yeah. Troglodyte. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, so I play framed.wtf every day. It's a movie guessing game, kind of like Wordle. Um, every time a new episode goes live, I'll post to Twitter. And if you want to write into the show, bring suggestions or just general feedback, if you like our, the sounds of our voice, hit me up. I'll make sure I get back to you. Don't do school, stay in drugs. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>